Krishna, everyone. Welcome back to the daily readings of Srila Prabhupada's books, where we're tasting the immortal Amrita of the essence of Srimad Bhagavatam in the form of Sri Vriyat Bhagavatamrita. Uh, right here in the live studios in Hive, Kent, southeast England, just across the road from the, a few roads from the English Channel. We welcome all of you. We hope that you're safe and well and happy in all respects. Uh, today we had our second uh, day of our marathon to finish the audiobook of Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita. It's a challenge, but a very blissful challenge. Uh, one ne- from one nectarine uh, engagement to another. Uh, full engagement. Okay. Srimad Bhagavata Mahima Stotram uh, compiled by Srila Sanatana Goswami. Five verses glorifying the Srimad Bhagavatam which is the basis of the Brihat Bhagavatamrita. It goes like this. Sarva Shastrabdi Piyusha Sarva Vedaika Satpala Sarva Siddhanta Ratnaja Sarva Lokaika Drikprida O nectar from the ocean of all scriptures, singular fruit of all the Vedas, rich mine of the precious gems of all conclusive truths, you are the only giver of sight to all the worlds. Sarva Bhagavata Prana Srimad Bhagavata Prabhu Kalidvandotitaditya Sri Krishna Parivartita O life heir of all the Supreme Lord's devotees, O Master, Srimad Bhagavatam, you are the sun risen in the darkness of Kali. You are the exact image of Sri Krishna. Padamananda Pataya Premavarshakshadayate Sarvada Sarvasevyaya Sri Krishnaya Namostume I bow down to you who is supremely blissful to read. Your every syllable pours down a flood of prema. You can always be served by everyone. You are Sri Krishna himself. Madikabando Matsangin Madguru Mad Mahadana Manishtada Madbhagya my only friend, my constant companion, my spiritual master, my great wealth, my savior, my good fortune, my source of ecstasy, I bow down to you. Asadu sadhuta dayin atini chuchata kada hanamun chagadachin mam premnarit gandayospuda. O bestower of saintliness to the unsaintly. O exalter of the most fallen, please never leave me. Always appear in my heart and my voice with pure love. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya so we've reached the third chapter of the first part of Vriyad Bhagavatamrita. We're beginning with text 84, 
Lord Shiva is continuing to glorify the Vaikuntavasis, who he considers to be more um, better devotees than he. I'm going to read the chapter before, the verse before, because we're kind of in the middle of this uh, glorification, and we just had a very long purport. Um, Lord Shiva is actually in confidence uh, explaining the glories of Prahlad Maharaj to, to Narada. He's doing it in confidence because uh, Parvati, after hearing Lord, his, her husband glorify the Vaikuntavasis, wanted to make sure that uh, the goddess of fortune, Lakshmi Devi, was not forgotten as the best of the Vaikuntha devotees because she's her good friend. And then, uh, as Narada was just about to run off to Vaikuntha, uh, Lord Shiva reminded Narada that the Lord of Vaikuntha was living in Dwarka in the form of Sri Krishna, and he did he wouldn't have to travel so far. And then he took him to confidence and he said, actually, there's a better devotee than the goddess of fortune, and that is Prahlad Maharaj. So we'll read text 83, and then we'll start today's reading with 84. My dear sage, Bali violated spiritual etiquette by disobeying the order of his spiritual master and failing to be true to his own words. Still, as we know, the Lord agreed to become the guard at Bali's door. Was that simply the fruit of Bali's insignificant charity? The Lord was granted protection to the wicked the Lord also granted protection to the wicked Bana, who is the son of Bali. Was, was that the result of my offering the Lord prayers? Now we begin with text 84. No, in both cases, the Lord acted out of affection for Prahlad, his most beloved devotee. But, but what more about this can I say in the presence of Gauri, the close friend of the goddess Lakshmi? Commentary Narda might like to hear more about the glories of Prahlad Maharaj, but Lord Shiva is afraid to arouse the anger of his wife. If he says much more in praise of Prahlad, he will doubtlessly fall into ecstatic trance. If he then speaks too loudly, Parvati might hear what he is saying. <clears throat> she is a good friend of Mahalakshmi's and would not like to hear about Prahlad's being a greater devotee than the Supreme Lord's consort. If Parvati becomes annoyed, Lord Shiva, worry, Lord Shiva worries, she will react disrespectfully toward himself and Narada, and that will not be good for her. Reason dictates 
that a newcomer to devotional service, like Prahlad, could not surpass the goddess Lakshmi, who eternally resides on the chest of Lord Narayana. Yet still, Prahlad received special mercy from the Lord to put him in that unlikely standing. When Brahma gave Hiranyakashipu the boons that made him the scourge of the three worlds, the Supreme Lord was concerned that his devotees not have their confidence in devotional service weakened by seeing their enemy allowed to become so powerful. To help dispel the Vaishnava's anxieties and doubts, Lord Nishinga, right after killing Hiranyakashipu, blessed Prahlad to become greater than all other devotees, past and present, including the residents of Vaikuntha. His personal attendants and his beloved consort Lakshmi. With this benediction in mind, Lord Shiva has said about Prahlad in text 75, There is a greater recipient of Lord Krishna's mercy than your father, me, and other servants like Garuda, and even than the goddess of fortune. His name is Prahlad. He is famous throughout the world as the dearmost devotee of Krishna. And in text 80, when the Lord tore apart Hiranyakashipu, I, all the demigods, and the goddess Lakshmi witnessed with our own eyes the incomparable good fortune of Prahlad. Thus, by the Lord's sweet will, Prahlad became the greatest Vaishnava, which would otherwise have been impossible. Sometimes, the Personality of Godhead declares other recent devotees, like Prahlad, dearer to himself than Lord Sankarshan, Mahalakshmi, and other great personalities of the Eternal Kingdom of Vaikuntha. Sri Krishna tells Uddhava, Neither Lord Brahma, Lord Shiva, Lord Sankarshan, the goddess of fortune, nor indeed my own self is as dear to me as you. Bhagavatam 11.14.15 Lord Narayana similarly tells Durvasamuni, Without saintly persons, for whom I am the only destination, I am not attracted to my own self or to my supreme consort, the goddess Sri. Bhagavatam 9.4.64 One reason reason why the Supreme Lord speaks like this is that although His eternal associates, Sankarshan, Mahalakshmi and so on, are ever established in unswerving devotion, they underwent no tribulations to gain it, whereas his new devotees in the material world have sacrificed all comforts and security to gain pure devotional service. For the trouble such devotees have taken, Lord Krishna is especially grateful. Besides this, the Lord wants to encourage all His devotees to surrender themselves more fully. And to accomplish this, He emphatically praises devotees like Prahlad, 
who have taken great risks for his satisfaction. One might ask how Prahlad can be greater than Brahma, Indra, and all and the, and other demigods. The demigods, on, on, on one hand, are frequently able to have the audience of Lord Vishnu, which is the final perfection of all spiritual practices. Sri Prahlad, on the other hand, associates with the Lord mostly by remembering Him. We will hear Prahlad say about himself in the next chapter of the Briyat Bhagavatamrita, text 20. I have never performed any real service for the Lord, like Hanuman and others. I have only remembered the Lord sometimes <clears throat> when my mind was troubled. Nonetheless, <clears throat> we should remember that Prahlad does in fact see the Lord constantly, and according to the description of Srimad Bhagavatam, 5th Canto, chapter 18, Prahlad offers him incessant prayers on the planet Harivarsha. Prahlad's grandson Bali has also inherited from him the right to see the Lord constantly, and thus Sri Vamanadev says stays with Bali in his palace. If Prahlad criticizes himself for only being able to remember the Lord and not see him directly, that is simply dissatisfaction with himself due to the humility that such a perfect Vaishnava naturally feels. Despite what he says about himself, he is dearer to the Supreme Lord than even the Lord's eternal associates in Vaikuntha. In some manuscripts of Vriya Bhagavatamrita, the following verse is inserted between texts 84 and 85. Granted, the reason he became endowed with pure devotion was that you gave him certain instructions while he was still in the womb. But all the same, he was born as a pure devotee, and so you deserve to be awarded with happiness in the future. Text 85 Go quickly to Sutala. <clears throat> Offer Prahlad your countless blessings. Embrace him, and tell him I embrace him again and again. Commentary At the time of Lord Shiva's speaking, Prahlad was residing on Sutala, the third Patala planet ruled by Bali Maharaj. When Prahlad had come to witness Bali's encounter with, with Lord Vamana, the Lord had invited Prahlad to visit Sutala Loka and enjoy his own association there for some time. My dear son Prahlad, all good fortune to you. For the time being, please go to the planet known as Sutala, and there enjoy happiness with your grandson and your other relatives and friends. You shall be able to see me there in my usual future with disc, club, lotus, and conch shell in my hands. Because of your transcendental bliss from always personally seeing me, you will have no further bondage to fruitive activities. Bhagavatam 8.23 9 and 10. Text 86. 
Unfortunately, that best of saintly persons will not tolerate our bowing, bowing down to him or praising him. If you want to avoid getting into trouble, do not neglect this fact. I'll read that again. Unfortunately, that best of saintly persons will not tolerate our bowing down to him or praising him. If you want to avoid getting into trouble, do not neglect this fact. Commentary Lord Shiva warns Narada not to be careless and show any respect to Prahlad. If he does, Prahlad will become unhappy and refuse to talk with Narada or even see him. Thus end the third chapter of part one of Srila Sanatana Goswami's Brihat Bhagavatamrita called Pranchantita Beyond the Material World. Jai, Lord Shiva ki jai, Sri Narada Muni ki jai, Sri Pallad Maharaj ki jai, Gaur Premanandi, Hari Hari Bo. Okay, we're moving into chapter 4. <clears throat> Bhakta, the devotee. Text 1. Sri Parikshit said, After the sage Narada heard Lord Shiva's words, which impressed him as most amazing, he was eager to see Prahlad in person. He at once, therefore, traveled to Sri Sutala by the path of the heart and entered running into the city of the demons. Commentary In this chapter, despite Lord Shiva's warning, Narada glorifies Prahlad. After refuting Narada's glorification, Prahlad in turn glorifies Hanuman. Narada then visits Hanuman, who also denies Narada's praise and recommends instead the Pandavas. The path of the heart Narada traveled is the mind itself. In other words, as soon as he desired, I want to go to Sutala, he at once arrived. Text 2 Prahlad, the best of Vaishnavas, was in a secluded place, absorbed in loving meditation on the Supreme Lord's lotus feet. Seeing the Brahmana Narada approaching from a distance, Prahlad quickly stood up and then offered prostrate obeisances as Narada came close. Commentary Without receiving information from his external senses, Prahlad, through deep meditation, became aware that Narada was approaching. Narada's meditation was exceptionally wonderful because he was meditating on the personality of Godhead's lotus feet, not on some impersonal conception of the Supreme. His concentration was so fixed that when he became aware that Narada was approaching, he could not respond at once. By the time Prahlad stood up, Narada was already nearby. Text 3 With some effort, 
Prahlad induced Narada to accept his seat and then began, like others before, to worship him in accordance with standard rules. But Narada, feeling great reverence for Prahlad, refused the worship. He shed tears of joy and tried to embrace Prahlad. Then he spoke as follows. Commentary Because Narada was reluctant to accept the seat Prahlad offered, Prahlad had to force him to take it. Prahlad brought water to wash Narada's feet and brought Argya and all the other paraphernalia for full worship. But Narada stopped him, being interested only in embracing Prahlad. Text 4 Sri Narada said, <clears throat> Now, after so long, I have finally seen you, the true recipient of Krishna's full mercy. Now my efforts have borne fruit. From your very childhood, you have been endowed with pure devotion for Krishna. Such spontaneous love has never been seen anywhere before. Commentary Narada had diligently studied the revealed scriptures to learn about the Lord's most intimate devotees, and recently he had taken the trouble to visit Prayag, the southern country, and Shivaloka. Now he felt so satisfied meeting Prahlad that all his efforts seemed worthwhile. Text 5 By virtue of that pure devotion, you overcame terrible obstacles, the thousands of outrages your father committed against you. And by your influence, all the demons became Vaishnavas. Commentary Prahlad's father, Hiranyakashipu, was the great antagonist of Lord Vishnu and his devotees. Prahlad insisted on joining the party of Hiranyakashipu's enemies, and therefore Hiranyakashipu tried to kill him. But because the Lord fully protected Prahlad, his demon father failed to kill him, despite many attempts. This is explained. This is related in the seventh canto of Srimad Bhagavatam, 7, 5, 42 through 44. <clears throat> My dear King Yudhishthir, when all the attempts of the demons to kill Prahlad Maharaj proved futile, the king of the demons, Hiranyakachipu, being most fearful, began contriving other means to kill him. Hiranyakachipu could not kill his son by throwing him beneath the feet of big elephants, throwing him among huge fearful snakes, employing destructive spells, hurling him from the top of a hill, conjuring up illusory tricks, hurling him or, or administering poison, starving him, exposing him to severe cold winds, fire and water, or throwing heavy stones to crush him. Lesser Vaishnavas would not be able to endure as staunchly as Prahlad the severe kinds of distress imposed by Hiranyakashipu. In the face of such torments, anyone not as fully surrendered 
and absorbed in remembrance of the Personality of Godhead would lose the courage and determination to continue serving the Lord. But none of these tests distracted Prahlad from his devotional service. Being, being solidly fixed in bhakti-yoga, Prahlad was empowered to preach effectively. The sons of the demons, the sons of the demon enemies of Vishnu became Vaishnavas by hearing Prahlad's instructions and even just by touching or seeing him. Therefore, in the Hari Bhakti Surudaya 13.4, which is part of the Narada Purana, the goddess of earth, Dharani Devi, thus glorifies Prahlad's special potency. Ah, this human world is now especially fortunate since you, the best of Vaishnavas, are present. Everyone who touches you or sees you and the symptoms of your ecstatic emotions will become entitled to take up residence in Hariloka. Text 6 While immersed in meditation on Krishna, you seemed to forget your own existence. Like a madman, you danced and sang and called out loudly, your body trembling. In this way, you spread devotional service unto Lord Vishnu, delivering all the worlds from the cycle of material life and filling them with joy. Commentary When a pure devotee is inspired by remembering Krishna, he sometimes behaves in such unusual ways that ordinary people may think him either intoxicated or insane. The word mata in this verse can be understood in either of these two senses, but behaving outside socially acceptable norms does not in itself make one a saint. But behaving outside socially acceptable norms does not in itself make one a saint. So don't try to imitate Prahlad and act like a crazy man and get people to worship you. <laughs> Prahlad Maharaj was simply acting in strange ways. He was able to free anyone who saw him from the sufferings of material life. <clears throat> the logician Basavargya in his Nyasa Sara 339 enumerates 21 sources of material misery. The body, the six senses, the objects of, of each sense, judgment, based on these six kinds of sensation and pleasure and pain themselves. Huh. 21 sources of material misery. Let's see. The body, the six senses, which is seven, the object of each sense, which is 13, judgment, based on these six signs of sensation, which is 19, and pleasure and pain themselves, which is 20. Describing Prahlad's influence on persons who witnessed his ecstatic symptoms, Sri Haribhakti Sudodaya 15, 1 and 2 states, Upon hearing his brilliant words, some people felt an, ex 
an extraordinary sense of detachment from material life and began to shed tears. Others who saw him responded by bowing down to him. Others were amazed to see him playfully laugh and simply stood in groups watching him. All these persons were relieved of worldly contamination. Prahlad delivered ordinary people, not only by freeing them from unhappiness, but also by giving them the highest happiness of pure devotional service to Vishnu. Text 7 <clears throat> When Lord Krishna appeared on the shore of the ocean, he placed you on his lap and caressed you like a mother. Thus he honored you, ignoring Brahma, Shiva and the other demigods offering prayers and even ignoring the goddess of Padma. Commentary After killing Hiranyakashipu, Lord Nishinga was still furious. No one could pacify him. The Lord's personal servants, headed by his wife Lakshmi, by Garuda, and by Brahma and other demigods were standing at a distance, awestruck, too afraid to come near him. Brahma then requested Prahlad to try to appease the Lord. Shri Haribhakti Surudaya 1413 describes the Lord's reaction. The Lord, who is friendly only to his devotees, then sat down on the ground and put Prahlad on his lap. Gently rocking back and forth, he patted Prahlad with his lotus hand and embraced him repeatedly as a mother embraces her child. Thus the Supreme Lord attended to Prahlad, disregarding the many other exalted persons present. What a picture! Five-year-old boy, all these big demigods, the wife of his wife, goddess of fortune unable to even approach him. Lord Nishinga didn't even pay attention to them. He was just putting Prahlad in the lap and embracing him and patting him. Amazing. Amazing. Text 8. Brahma, terrified, begged you to approach Sri Nishinga. And when you fell at the Lord's divine lotus feet, the Lord stood up and raised you from the ground. He put his lotus hand upon your head and began to lick your entire body. Oh, Krishna! <laughs> Commentary When Lord Nishinga burst from the pillar, he seemed so angry at Hiranyagashipu for abusing his devotee Prahlad that Brahma thought the Lord might be ready to destroy the entire universe. <clears throat> Therefore Brahma entreated Lord Nishinga to mercifully reduce his anger. That prayer unanswered, Brahma asked Prahlad to intercede. My dear son, Lord Nishingadev is extremely angry at your demonic father. Please go forward and appease the Lord. Bhagavatam 7.9.3 Prahlad threw himself at the Lord's feet in full surrender, but the Lord picked him up and showered him with affection. When Lord Nishingadev saw the small boy Prahlad Maharaj 
prostrated at the soles of his lotus feet. He became most ecstatic in affection toward his devotee. Raising Prahlad, the Lord placed his lotus hand upon the boy's head because his hand is always ready to create fearlessness in all of his devotees. Bhagavatam 7.9.5 Similarly, the Brihan Narasinga Purana states, Lord Nishinga licked Prahlad's limbs as an ordinary lioness grooms her cub. <laughs> Krishna. <laughs> How wonderful is that? <clears throat> Text 9 When Lord Hari, with most attractive and clever enticements, tried to offer you the supreme abode, you showed no interest in liberation, which is prayed for by Brahma and by everyone else. Rather, you asked only devotion to the Lord, birth after birth. Commentary Lord Nishinga offered Prahlad Param Padam, the most exalted position of an eternal associate in Vaikuntha. But Prahlad was not inclined to accept even this. He simply wanted to continue practicing devotional service, no matter how many lifetimes his service would take to perfect. The Lord tried to entice Prahlad with kind words, as Srimad Bhagavatam. 7.9.52 describes The Supreme Personality of God had said <clears throat> Whoops, just a second, I lost my place here. Yeah. The Supreme Personality of God had said My dear Perlad, most gentle one, best of the family of the Asuras, all good fortune unto you. I am very much pleased with you. It is my pastime to fulfill the desires of all living beings, and therefore you may ask from me any benediction you desire. Similarly, Lord Nishinga tells Prahlad in the Vishnu Purana 120.17 Prahlad because you have been offering me devotional service without deviation, I am very much pleased with you. Please choose any benediction you would like from me. The Lord also tells Prahlad in the Hari Bhakti Sududaya 14.28-32 My dear child, please give up this attitude of fearful respect that your reverence toward me has produced in you. I do not so much like this sentiment in my devotees. Instead, just feel free to express your love for me. When a devotee looks at me without hesitation and speaks to me affectionately, my pleasure grows with every new moment. Although I am eternally free from all limitations, such behavior binds me with ropes of love. Although I am unconquerable, my devotees can conquer me, and although I am subject to no one's control, I become their subordinate subject. I belong to him 
who has shown his love for me by giving up all affection for family and possessions. And such a devotee also belongs to me. Neither he nor I has any other true friend. My desires are always automatically fulfilled, but I take various births in this world just to bestow on my devotees the satisfaction of all their desires. So please, tell me what you would like from me. So imagine, just a comment from yours truly. Uh, here it says, I belong only to him who has shown his love for me by giving up all affection for family and possessions. Prahlad Maharaj was five years old. When Hiranyakashi, he was the son of the king of the demons who was in charge of the whole universe practically. So Prahlad inherited that opulence. And not only did the Lord not take it away from him, he gave him his own planet and he went to be his doorkeeper so he could stay with him all the time. So it's not that you have to go and live in a forest naked to get the Lord's affection. You just have to give up attachment to anything that you have and consider it to belong to Him and render loving service constantly. Of course, that's not so easy to do, but that's it's not like you have to give everything up. You have to give up attachment to everything. Back to the purport. Sorry. After Prahlad answered, refusing all material benedictions, Lord Nishinga continued, Yes, of course, my dear child. Nothing is dear to you but the opportunity to see me. And so I feel more and more affection for you. But still, I would like to do some favor for you, even though you are already successful in all respects. I want to give you something, so kindly choose some benediction just to please me. <laughs> Hare Krishna. <clears throat> and I know I'm a little bit early, but my voice is uh, completely exhausted. So I'm going to stop here. It's almost four o'clock, almost eight o'clock. And I'm anxious to hear the uh, reflections and comments and discussions of the assembled sages. Hare Krishna. Cheers. First, we have a question from Brajbalaba. Hey, Brajbalaba, <clears throat> back into the first off the, out, of the, out of the blocks. Haribo. He says, Hare Krishna Maharaj, please accept my humble obeisances, O glorious to Srila Prabhupada. On the topic of taking a risk, how can devotees take risks to serve Krishna? Well, uh, it's a pretty big universe, and 
each of us is t takes a birth in a particular situation and so how to do that uh, it's kind of a one to a, a, a um, an individual consideration uh, there's not one thing you can do but the one thing that you can do is just uh, cultivate the desire for pure devotional service. Uh, Rupa Goswami, we heard about this. Where did we hear about this recently? Can't remember where it was, I read it. But uh, Rupa Goswami says that if you want to avoid falling into uh, material illusion and still live in it while you're still in the material world then you have to make it your ambition to serve Krishna so that's the key no matter what your position is if you just make it your ambition to serve Krishna and all the other things will come will flow naturally from that ambition the soul is conscious the soul has desires the, the propensity to, to desire. But we have to uh, direct the flow of our desire uh, to the lotus feet of the Lord by desiring or am, having the ambition to serve Him. Hare Krishna. Prajprabhupada also says that I will also comment that Prahlad is an excellent example of how to tolerate and go on in bhakti. Exactly. That is exactly. Next is a question from Avaduta Roy. Hare Krishna Avaduta Roy. He's become a master, master asker, <laughs> as Vaishya Prabhu says. Avaduta Roy, the master asker. He says, Dear Maharaj, please accept my humble obeisances. All glories to Srila Prabhupada. All glories to your services. Was it not insulting when Prahlad said to his father, O best of the demons? In what sense, the best? It's not a matter of the sense of the best. He's his father. He's five years old. You know, relatives, close relatives, especially father and son or grandfather, especially and son, they can have these kinds of exchanges. They can call each other names jokingly. What's he going to do? You know, he's five years old. His father is this big, gigantic demon. You know? What he's going to do? Call him names? <laughs> you rat! <laughs> you, know, you horrible person! No, he says you best of the demons because that's what he was. Hare Krishna. Next is a question from Bhakta Ben. Haribo Bhakta Ben. He says, Hare Krishna Maharaj, please accept my humble obeisances. Stalwart, Saint Kirtaniya. All glories to Srila Prabhupada. Thanks again and again. 
Today we heard that the sense objects are part of the 21 sources of material distress. Mm. We cannot avoid being in contact with the sense objects even mm. if we tried. Mm. How can we evolve spiritual vision and not fall victim to these sources of distress? Consider all those things to belong to Krishna. If you have something, anything, whether it be just a piece of cloth or a big palace or a kingdom or whatever, then consider it to be belonging to Krishna and consider yourself the caretaker of that thing, whether it be your kopans or a palace or a, a nation or a planet or whatever or in Brahma's case, the universe. It's the same principle, top to bottom. Isha vashamidan sarvam yatkinchin jat jagat Krishna is the owner of everything. Hare Krishna. Another question from Avaduta Roy. He says, It is said, the sons of Diti, the demons, making Prahlad best of the demonic family, the calf, produced liquor in an iron pot. Question. Why Prahlad lets himself be used to get the ingredients for liquor for the demons? Then he is guilty also and gets Papa. don't quite understand who you are, Avadhuta Roy, with a question like that. I mean, we just heard the glories of Sri Prahlad and how much Krishna is obliged, feels obliged to him for his pure devotion. And you're trying to tell me that he has pop, that he has, that he's sinful. It's not a very good question. It's not possible for him to sin, Prahlad Maharaj. He's constantly meditating on the will of the Lord. And if he has some reason for doing like you, what you said, that's maybe beyond your reason, your reasoning, beyond your ability to understand, because he's a pure devotee of the Lord. Not only that, we've just heard all of the evidence from all the Shastra how he's the best of all devotees and you want to call him a Papa? Papi? Not very good. Not very good idea. Don't show off by asking, you know, catch, catch me questions. Hare Krishna. Next is something from Bamsi Vilasi Das. Bamsi Vilasi Das Haribo. Boy, I tell you, the Wales book distributors are like, they're on fire. Huh? <laughs> Hare Krishna. He says, Hare Krishna Maharaj, thank you for tonight's reading. Many thanks also for illuminating that image of Prahlad and Nrsingadev surrounded by demigods mm. so nicely for us. 
If a new or recent devotee like Prahlad is more dear than the Lord's eternal associates, does that mean a conditioned soul somehow becomes more dear to the Lord when he returns to the spiritual world than before he became conditioned? These general rules that you're trying to make, all of you, you're trying to make some general rule out of one little incident or one little quality or something, uh, no, no. Pallad Maharaj was enlightened within the womb by Narada Muni. He came out a pure devotee. Therefore, he's special. No matter how you, how what you look, how you look at him, how you look at it, we can't. Should be very careful that we don't find try to find some fault with a person like Prahlad when we've got so much evidence in front of us, right? What we've just heard from the Bhagavatam, how Lord Nishingadev felt toward Prahlad, how, how he offered Prahlad anything he wanted because he felt obliged to Prahlad to give him anything he wanted, and Prahlad only wanted, you know, pure devotional service to him, birth after birth. So for him, liberation or going to Vaikuntha or not going to Vaikuntha, it's all just phantasmagoria. It doesn't mean anything. That is the exalted position of Prahlad Maharaj. It's unique. So don't try to make Prahlad an ordinary person, please. Thank you. Next is a comment from Jai Shri Devi Dasi. Jai Shri Hare Krishna. She says, Hare Krishna, dear Guru Maharaj. I am learning the process of tolerance through my own physical illness, and Prahlad Maharaj is the perfect example to follow. Ah. Your servant, Jai Sri Hare Dhanasi. Krishna, wonderful. Yes. Yes, we have to tolerate. We're forced to tolerate. Everybody. But if we tolerate by remembering Krishna, then that tolerance and that whatever we're tolerating becomes the source of our elevation. Hare Krishna, congratulations. Next is something from Vilas Manjari. Hmm. She says, Hare Krishna Maharaj, please accept my humble obeisances, all glories to Srila Prabhupada. What really stood out to me in this reading was the affection between the devotees and the Lord and also between the devotees, such as Lord Shiva telling Narada to embrace Prahlad and mm. to tell him that I embrace him again and again. Oh, yes. What to speak of the affection Lord Nasinga they've displayed to Prahlad. Mm. It seems the difference between the all-powerful Supreme Lord and the Jiva soul disappears in these exchanges of affection. Yes, that's exactly right. That's why the Lord said, I, I bec I'm, I'm the property of my pure devotee. My pure devotees are so dear to me, I cannot leave them, they cannot leave me. <clears throat> so in the realm of that pure affection, you know, any kind of aberration or any kind of anomaly or any kind of thing that seems to be you know not according to the Vedic rule or not this or not that it all melts into uh, 
you know, insignificance, not even noticeable. Thank you very much for that realization. Wonderful. Next is something from Daityari Haridas. Daityari Haridas. He says, Hare Krishna Maharaj, please accept my humble obeisances, all glories to Srila Prabhupada. <coughs> Just curious to know a couple things about Prahlad Maharaj. First of all, does he still reside in the material world, worshipping the Lord here, or does he reside in the spiritual world? He still resides in Sutala. Secondly, I was wondering, is Lord Nrsinghadev his sole Ishtadev? When we hear about devotees like Murari Gupta and the CC, they refuse to give up their worship of Lord Rama and instead worship Krishna when requested by Lord Chaitanya because he was completely attached to Lord Ram. The same seems to apply to Hanuman, as we'll hear later. Is Prahlad attached to Lord Nisinga in the same way? Yes. But Prahlad Maharaj, um, when Lord Nishinga promised to go and be his doorkeeper, he was a doorkeeper in a Vishnu form with four hands, remember? It said it in the text, or in the prayers. And there's also a uh, a planet in which Nishinga is the predominating deity, but whether or not that form is the the form of Nishingadev, half man and half lion, that remains to be seen. I have never read anything about that, so I can't say for sure. But in general, the Vishnu forms that predominate over the Vaikuntha planets, they have their forearm forms that, that are the same as Lord Vishnu. So that's an open question that would have to be deeply researched and right now to be frankly frankly I don't have the time to deeply research it I wish you know Gopi Puranadana Prabhu was very uh, knowledgeable in all the Puranas and uh, he might have known but I've never heard it from him and I was with him very closely for many years and I never heard anything about this But I think it, it's safe to say that uh, just like Lord Dave is there and the goddess of fortune is there. And when Lord, the goddess of fortune is described in the Bhagavatam that she had never seen her husband in a form like that. So that's an indication that the form that Prahlad uh, eternally worships may not be that very fierce form of, of, of the Lord that came to kill Hiranyakashipu and spend just a few minutes with Prahlad. And Prahlad is meditating on him constantly for thousands and millions of years. And he's his door, doorman. So it's safe, to say, it's safe to say that that form of Lord Nishingadev uh, is not an eternal form, 
uh, at least not to my knowledge. He came in order just to, it, it's Vishnu came to protect, protect Prahlad. But I can't say for that for sure. Uh, I'd have to find out, you know, doing research. I don't have time to research, but just know there's no difference between Lord Nishinga and Lord Vishnu and Lord Ramachandra and Lord Krishna. They're the same person. Same person. Just exhibiting very different forms for different purposes and exhibiting different uh, proportions of his opulence and sweetness and beauty. Hare Krishna. And we got one more and that's it. Okay, this is from Vajaloka. Hare Krishna Vajaloka. She says, Hare Krishna, dear Guru Maharaj. Please accept my humble obeisances, all glories to Srila Prabhupada. Thank you for today's reading. It was so touching to hear about the Lord's emotion for his pure devotee. I also liked the section in the purport of verse 84 that the Lord especially is especially grateful to the new devotees in the material world that have sacrificed all their comforts and safety in order to attain pure devotional service. Yes. I also have a question. How should a sadhaka devotee approach Lord Nisargadeva's Ugra form? In the Bhagavad Gita we read that the Lord reciprocates according to how we approach Him. If we approach Ugra Nisargadeva without fear, with loving affection, will He reciprocate in the same mood? I hope my question is understandable. Thank well, you. Well, not, not everyone worships the, the form of Lord Nishingadev uh, as, as their Ishtadev. Although wherever his form is being worshipped, it's very special because everyone in the material world you know, needs protection and Lord Nishingadev is, is famous for protecting against danger. That's why Srila Prabhupada introduced the Nishinga prayers you know, during our morning program. He introduced it uh, when there was some, you know, some uh, problem with violence or something like that against devotees. And he saw that was possible. So therefore he had us in introduce the, the worship of Lord Nishingadev uh, by saying the Nishinga prayers every, every day, every morning in our morning programs. So um, could you read that again, the last part of her question? Her question, I mean. In the Bhagavad Gita, we read that the Lord reciprocates according to how we approach Him. If we approach Ugra Nisingadeva without fear, with loving affection, will He reciprocate in the same mood? The Lord always reciprocates. The Lord always reciprocates with His devotee in the mood that He reciprocates with Him. So yes, again, it's an individual thing. Each devotee is individual and each devotee approaches the Lord with a different mood, not exactly the same mood. There may be different categories of, of rasa and all those things and levels of devotion, devotional service. But the essence of it all, of, of all is that the devotee feels himself to be an eternal servant of Krishna. 
This is what uh, Lord Chaitanya told uh, Sanatana Goswami when he asked him who he was. You are the eternal servant of Krishna. That's the only upadi, actually, that a pure devotee has, wherever they are, whatever their rasa is. As I mentioned the other day, when Draupadi was inquiring from the queens of Krishna, when they met in, uh, it was either in uh, Astanapur or Kurukshetra, I forget which, but uh, all of the queens who told the story to uh, Draupadi, how they became Krishna's wives, they always ended up with, and in this way, I became the maidservant of Krishna. Hare Krishna. And with that, we'll start with tonight's readings. It's a quarter, more than 20 after 8. I thank you so much for your lovely uh, questions. And please forgive me if I'm, I'm in my answers I make any offense to anyone. But we have to be careful how we, the questions we ask. And they were lovely questions. And we'll see you tomorrow night. Shri Briyat Bhagavatam Rita Ki Jai Samabeda Bhakta Brinda Ki Jai Gaur Premanandi Hari Hari Bo See you tomorrow night Same time, same place Same subject The creme to the creme of the Srimad Bhagavatam Brihad Bhagavatam Hare Krishna See you tomorrow